0: I was speaking to a listener of the Grow My Podcast show recently, and it actually came about because I was asking, what is it that they were currently stuck on? And by the way, the reason why we got to this was because if anyone had attended the annual Grow My Podcast Summit recently, you would have heard Alex and Filippo from PodPros talk about getting reviews. And he dropped this strategy. It was like a four, it was like a couple step process about actually reaching out to the listeners of your podcast, getting them on a call and actually asking them specific questions. So I actually did that myself because again, very coachable and I, I do the things and I'm like, oh, okay, I should start doing this. I went ahead and I did it. And on this particular call with one of the listeners, when I asked, what is something that you're currently stuck on? A piece of feedback that I got was that they, was, they feel like they're doing everything already. All of the marketing things to grow their podcast, but they feel like they've stagnated and they don't know what to do next. And immediately I was like... I couldn't, I was like, oh, this is a 15 minute call and I want to, you know, almost go through all of the things with you right now, but I couldn't. And so I decided to do a podcast episode on it instead. And so that's what this episode's about. And because honestly, fundamentally, I'm a marketer. I mean, the whole co-founding team building Cap show, we're all marketers, hence why we built a marketing tool. This is the stuff that I love, that I'd absolutely nerd out about. And so when he was like, I feel like I've done everything already, I was like, oh, really? Let's talk about this. Okay. So this is exactly what this episode is about. It's what to do when you feel like you've done everything already in your marketing. Maybe either you've gotten results and you've stagnated or you feel like you're not getting results. So hang with me because we're actually going to talk about this. All right. So when you feel like you're doing all the things, and what do you do next? What happens now? My name is Deidre Shen. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Capture, the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. And this is the Grow My Podcast Show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you. Welcome. Welcome to the Grow My Podcast Show. I... I'm delighted on this episode because I have someone special for you. Okay, I don't know. Are you really that special? Wow. Okay. Do you treat all
1: of your special guests like this. I believe I am. Oh, yeah.
0: So I have my co-founder and COO, Bonnarai. Hello. Or what we like to call her, Bonner AI.
1: Yes, I do think it's very poetic that I ended up working in AI <laughs> with a surname like mine. And for those of you who don't realize that is my surname, that that'd be the first one fact of the day. Yeah, Bonner is my first name. Rye <laughs> is my surname. Because I always refer to you as
0: Bonner Rye, and I think everyone now thinks that your whole name is Bonner Rai. And yeah. I was like, you
1: know what? Just lean into it. This, you're, the, you're the
0: Madonna. Yes, Bonner Rye is a Madonna of Cap Show. I
1: mean, and you want to be the one to say it, <laughs> but everyone's thinking it, right? <laughs> but now it's no longer
0: just Bonner Rye. It is Bonner AI. Yeah. Bonner Bonner AI.
1: <laughs> it's just what Cap Show likes to call me anyway. Yeah, so. exactly. Yep. Anyway, I'm so rebranding. welcome special guest. I'm excited to be here. Yes.
0: So we're talking about what to do when you feel like you've done everything already. And my mind, as soon as I heard this challenge, the gauntlet being thrown,
1: not how <laughs> that call went. but This is the internal dialogue the of
0: Deidre Shen. Yes. <laughs> yep. I was like, immediately my mind went to, there are so many things I can talk about. So I kind of want to systematic systematically go through a few things, get them out of the way, but then really dive into the intent of this episode and truly what the meat of it, what we want to be talking about. So yeah, the first place that my mind went to is the Traffic Pyramid Strategy. And so that's on episode okay, 12, I think. 12, will link it. Okay, well, li- we're going to link that particular episode to this podcast. If you want to revisit the Traffic Pyramid Strategy, it essentially has four tiers. It's also in the Honey Trap Marketing book. Mm, authored by DJ Shen. I mean... You're welcome. No, but honestly, I don't talk about that book enough. So I yeah. guess I had to drop it in Deirdre there. you has a book, which is fun fact number two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Called Honey Trap Marketing. But in it, so in, in that, or you can listen to episode 12 of this podcast, I talk about the traffic pyramid. And there are four tiers to the traffic pyramid. One is, the first one is what I call the organic, passive organic marketing. The second one is an active organic marketing. The third is leveraging other people's audiences. And then the fourth is paid. So really quickly, organic, passive organic marketing is kind of the the content that we create. It's the things that we're putting out there. We push out and we kind of like, awesome, it's gone live. And now we just wait, we passively wait for it to do its thing. Active organic marketing is when we actually start being way more active around it. We start actually being intentional. This is where outreach comes in. This is where you know, SEO, like, you know, doing actual keyword research comes in. This is the stuff that actually starts to turn your passive content active. The third tier is the one that I actually personally love leveraging other people's audiences. And this is all the stuff like guesting on podcasts, getting guests on your podcast, doing things like the virtual summit, which is, I hope you were part of that because that was amazing. So, you know, there's so many, so many ways that I think we can collaborate with the people around us, that there's just no shortage of things that you can do there. And then the fourth is paid ads, which we all know and probably hate most <laughs> of the time, to be honest. But it is, you know, truly once you've kind of really nailed the first three tiers, paid is a natural extension then of how you can really supercharge growth. So that's really in short, the four tiers of the traffic pyramid. Now, when you're doing the traffic pyramid, honestly, you could just lose yourself in in just one just a sliver of one of those tears, not even the whole tear, just a sliver, because we've done that time and time again, where you just lose yourself in it. But what I really wanted to, let's say, even though I feel like this is not possible, because we're not even at the stage where we're doing everything in the traffic pyramid, but let's just say that you've done, you feel like you've, you've done everything in that traffic pyramid. You feel like you are doing everything and you're like, now, what what else is left? What I wanted to dive into in this particular episode is then the extension of that traffic pyramid, which is all about optimization. Mm. It's now all about looking at what are you doing at each of those tiers, each of the slivers, each of the actions that you're taking in each of those tiers and actually optimizing that result. Because if you feel like you're doing everything already and you're stagnating, then you're actually... N- not <laughs> you're actually yeah. you, maybe you do feel like you're doing everything because it's a feeling right like it's I don't want to downplay that because sometimes we do we feel like oh my gosh we're you know we're putting out all this content and we're recording all these podcast episodes and we're you know collaborating with all these people and we're doing all the keyword research and you're doing all these things and you're doing and doing and doing but then you look at your results and you're like things that seem to be growing at mm-hmm. the rate that of the effort that you're putting into it Mm. of what you're feeling yeah we're no strangers to this feeling
1: we're all about the feels yes exactly but then how do you find the facts within them is really the yes challenge there
0: yes and so that's what i wanted to really talk about on this episode which is the unsexy part of optimizing yeah of optimization yeah and this is where bottom ai comes in one
1: ai (laughs) yeah but with this is the part that AI can't really do for you, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. So it's Unfa- Bonerai. Yeah. You get bonerai <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Bonerai is joining us <laughs> on this particular episode. Okay.
1: So Bonerai,
0: let's get into step one of optimization. And I do want to, I don't know whether, what makes sense, whether we, I feel like we could—we might be jumping around examples here, but I do want to anchor it in stuff that we do even for our business and our podcast via the traffic pyramid. So if mm-hmm. we I almost kind of go, okay, well, this is what we're doing. And then this is actually step one of optimization.
1: All right. So let's talk about for
0: specifically podcast, like what we do for the Grow My Podcast show.
1: Mm-hmm. So definitely, obviously, the, the first layer like Deidre spoke about is the passive organic marketing tier. And really, this is what we're doing right now. Recording first and foremost, but then as a minimum, publishing it. So we're very similar to everyone else listening to this. We record, we edit, we use Capture to uh, come up with publishing stuff
0: yeah and that's exactly you know if you picture a pyramid you can tell that you know that bottom tier is actually the meatiest and it's actually by design because and that's why capture is such a such an awesome tool because we know how long it takes to create all of those pieces of content Mm. and that's what capture is here to help you with right it's like really streamlines that whole process so you're not there trying to create these things from scratch, it's there for you, Capture does it for you, but that only gives you, that only gets you a certain amount of
1: the way there. Exactly. It's one thing to create. I mean, there's the whole effort required to create the content itself, but then turn that into all of the other pieces of content that we can publish, that we know we have the ability to publish on all these different platforms. Whether we do it or not is a decision that we need to make, but essentially for us, we just follow the content dripping framework, which we'll link here as well, the episode we did on that. And that that's kind of our passive. So we have a bit of a structure. It is by, by we said by design, passive, but that's, if, if that's not there, then there's really nothing to optimize or activate. Mm-hmm. So that's the foundational layer for the Grow My Podcast show. Now, every time we do this, we look at it and we're like, there's just, publishing is a feat, don't get me wrong. So kudos to us, but there's always just so many things where we're like, we haven't properly validated this you know it's everything is a hypothesis at this point is how I look at it but you know you need to congratulate yourself for doing that consistently a lot of people I think do that and then they get frankly salty about why it's not being successful because you know I think to your point earlier about the feeling the feeling because you have put all of this effort in just recording is a huge effort but I think it's very easy to fall into if you're not getting the results that you want you feel like it's either me there's something wrong with me and my content or you judge your audience. There's something wrong with them. They don't get it, you know, whatever. So, but usually the answer is in between, you know? So I think that's the thing to remember in that first layer. Mm. So that's the first layer. The second one is what we talked about is active organic marketing. So for us, we don't do a ton of outreach for the podcast. That's not really our thing. Again, if that's what you do, you know, know, there's challenges and, and obviously perks with that. What we tend to focus on, Our main thing is really kind of going, okay, now that we've created this content, because we don't start with SEO, we start with what our listeners are telling us or our community are telling us that they want help around and we plan our episodes accordingly, or you meet amazing people and you're like, wow, this is going to be so helpful for our audience. Please be a guest on my show. And then we, SEO is a really big focus for us in terms mm-hmm. of activating that to say, okay, we've just recorded an episode of niching down, for mm-hmm. example. But what does that mean from a, that's great. And Capture helped us do a really good job of coming up with the content to publish it at least. Now, when we've got the blog post, when we've got the LinkedIn article, when we've, we're thinking about our social media captions, how are people thinking about this? How are people searching for it? Which sort of specific SEO niche do we want this to show up in? And really doing that work to mm. validate and if required reword doesn't mean you need to keyword stuff but really kind of re you know kind of touching it up a little bit to make sure that it reaches the people that are looking for that content
0: yeah and by the way we are you know if if you're using capture you can tell that we're trying to help a little bit in this space you know we give you topics so that you can choose or you can put your own in and that's by design because we want you to take that step of hey is this actually something that people are searching for is this something that's going to help you get discovered Same thing with our blog posts. With the blog posts that Capture generates, you know, you can actually choose how what you anchor that content in. It's not posting a blog post for the sake of posting blog posts. It's posting a blog post that's a one going to be valuable and two is actually going to get you discovered. So you can tell that you know we're not all the way there yet with Capture, but we are trying to actually, we we are bringing these pieces in intentionally. But again, it can only get you so far. It's not enough. To just rely on a tool to try to get you to create content and get you discovered and grow your, like that's just not, it's not going to be possible. That's kind of why we designed 2.0 the way that we did, because we want you to be intentionally involved in the process and involved in the process means, hey, what are those extra one, two, three tweaks, things that I can do as a human, as the creator to actually make this content better and more aligned to what it is that I want to get out of this or what my audience wants to get out of this.
1: That's such an important point. And for me, it's kind of the flip between AI and AI. like all jokes aside, it's, I think, you know, that is something that's going to be the hill that I personally die on. And I know, Dean, this is really important to you as well. Being creators of an AI product, you know, this is the step really you know, ironically, that we think is going to change the game for you and your content. So this is so incredibly important. It cannot be replaced. Sure, you can delegate it at some point, but I think being involved, having that human involvement with the content is, and it's really going to be the difference between being discovered, especially now with so many AI detectors around, so mm-hmm. many people using AI to create content. It's what can you do to truly make it found by a human? Yes, 100%. Yeah. So that's the second tier. The third tier, which like we talked about, is your favorite is really on leveraging other people's audiences. And I love that it's on this it's higher up the pyramid for a reason because I know some people like to jump to this. And especially, you know, I know you get this you get this all the time in terms of wanting to be on people's like you know being invited to be on people's shows and collaborate without really the person thinking about what value they're bringing. So we recommend doing this at a point after you've built enough credibility and self-confidence around your own expertise to then start to leverage other people's audiences. Because you may not bring a huge audience, that's not what this is about, but you bring a certain perspective, you bring a certain way to make them be seen that's different and novel so I think that's a really important thing to remember but once you are at this stage it's so power this is such a powerful thing so for us obviously we have a very intentional guesting strategy we don't invite just anyone it's purely by invitation only and we cycle I think between you know solo and and guest episodes I know early on up until about episode 16 we just did solo just either Mm -hmm. yourself or you and me and that was part of the grounding. We had to go through that to then start to invite people in. And I think it's a really good mix that well, I personally think it's a really good mix. And we've had really good feedback around this to say it's a mix of continuing to add expertise from our perspective, but also bringing expertise that we just don't have and mm-hmm. uh, and really leveraging those people's those people's sort of audiences as well with a ton of collaborations. We're, ton. we're really excited. That's sort of the reputation we're building because we enjoy them too. Oh my gosh. I actually... I didn't
0: think I would you know again introvert shy as well I would say I mean people get surprised at this because when they meet me in person I'm generally quite like bubbly and and I am that person but just so you know afterwards I just I die I literally am like I remember that was the last the last night of podcast movement evolutions and we were hanging out with Alex and his wife Alicia Alex and Filippo from pod pros and his wife Alicia and uh, I literally had to tell them because that was what day five of us being in Vegas, something like that, I was like, I apologize. I am completely antisocial. I'm like tabbed out. So I'm just going to come along and be quiet and, you know, I'm here in body. Exactly. But definitely not in spirit or in any other way. I didn't think that I would actually enjoy collaborations as much as I do. But I think fundamentally what I get the joy out of is Having switched my mindset, when I started on the whole collaboration journey, it was like, oh, how can I get this out of it? Or how can I, you know, how can I make this really advantageous or beneficial for me? And that was, I don't know, I just didn't feel, and I didn't really enjoy it that much to be honest. But now I'm all about, when I flipped it to be like, how can I serve you? Like how, I just want to help either promote you or help you in some way. And honestly, like ever since that and just doing that and just really focusing on that, I don't have to think about what I get out of it or what, you know, I don't think about that anymore, honestly, because that just falls into place. Yeah.
1: It, as soon as you're unconditional about that, I think that's right. It's the opportunities come up. I mean, we've progressed our business along alongside. So I think it, it, a lot of it's about timing too, but you're absolutely right. It, and collaboration's big and small. To your point, it could just be an introduction that you're making to someone because it's something that would be valuable for them and they just end up just by virtue of that sharing you and and the business to their community right through the super structured industry-wide collaborations Mm -hmm. we've done obviously our state of podcast marketing industry report we've done the virtual summit for Mm -hmm. a couple of years now that's kind of like our like you know our flagship event we've done giveaways that are very intentional they're not just sort of you know we see a lot of spammy giveaways but they are specifically for the person that we serve and you know very strategically run so again all of these things take effort that's Mm -hmm. the thing too there's so much behind the scenes that. Go into this, making this, pulling this off for people. But once we're at a place, we're really confident about the content that we're creating and what value we bring, and we know the gaps for our audience. We can start to field really, really strategic and effective collaborations to help fill that gap for our audience and for theirs as well. So it's a win-win for everyone.
0: Yeah, totally. So I love this tier. And if you are not doing this, do more of it. Like there is this, you can never do enough of this. And. You can never do everything in this, if that makes sense. Like oh, there's, yeah. there's no such thing as I've done everything in this tier. Like, yeah. And then the fourth, which we're actually about to kick off an experiment around. Mm-hmm. So I've become really good friends with Mike Whiston from Mobo Media. Mo Media is the umbrella brand, and then Mopod specifically for podcasters. And they have this awesome service where they actually help boost your podcast through, through web based ads. And so we're actually going to start testing it for. This show, and I'll definitely be sharing the results. I'll probably get Mike on as well oh, to talk to everyone awesome. about Mopod and the results that we've seen, et cetera. But, yeah, it's going to be a great way for us, I think, to really quickly hopefully grow our podcast. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll get back to it. So that's a that's a travel pyramid. That's what we do. Okay. And, and if we could very easily say, yeah, we. I feel like okay. we're doing everything. I feel like we're doing everything, right? Like we've got doing the, a bit of everything, yep. the bases covered, but are we really? Mm. Are we really, Bonnar? AI. We are not. (laughs) What else could (laughs) we? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay. So let's get into the the meat of this. Actually, why don't we take a quick ad break and then let's get into what actually, what is it that we're not doing right now that we need to be doing when we feel like we're doing everything as per the traffic pyramid?
2: Yo, what's going on? This is Vinny Patastivo, host of I Have a Podcast, and I want you to meet every podcasting entrepreneur's best friend. Capshow, the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. An AI-powered podcast copywriter, Capshow turns your episode audio files into an episode title, a description, show notes, social media captions, emails, a blog post, a LinkedIn article, curated quotes, a YouTube description, and a full transcript in under 10 minutes so you can reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast in fact cap show was created by marketers so every piece of copy it writes is designed to hook your audience in and have them pressing play asap so try cap show for free it's at www.capsho.com sign up takes less than 30 seconds and there is no credit card required head to capshow.com and sign up for a free trial today
0: Okay, so we're back. We're back. We're back. And I know that you also had to take a break to go check out dot Capture, com. Yeah. But we're talking about what is it that we can do when we feel like we've done everything already. Now, we've walked you through the traffic pyramid. So first of all, that's almost your foundation. Are you doing the things in the traffic pyramid? First step. Second step now is... If you're like us and you're like, yeah, I feel like I, you know, I'm kind of doing everything. Which let's let's be frank, even we're not doing everything. But
1: let's just say, let's pretend, let's pretend we have everything done. Yes.
0: Then what is it that we should be doing now? What is it that we need to be doing? It is optimization.
1: bum. The uh, uh, sexiest word, so that ever uh, word I ever was. So boring. Unsexiest word there ever was.
0: And yeah, I I put this in Bonner's court. I'm like, <laughs> Bonner does our optimization because I don't want. It. I don't want to have to deal with it. So I'm going to hand over the actually the three steps to Bonner to talk about because, quite honestly, you are you, you actually are the person who's doing most
1: of this. <laughs> yes. So, like we talked about, optimization, I think is is boring because, and but we also I think we all know deep down that it's really going to be the thing because after that initial hit of like doing the things comes you know out of it this is the thing that's going to make the difference. So the first step that we need to go back to, which feels really, might feel counterintuitive, is asking ourselves what is the result that we want. And the reason for this is because when we first start, especially if we've just discovered the traffic pyramid or we've just discovered capture and all of these things, just doing it is a goal. And I think that's awesome, right? Because the number of people come on to capture and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to post, I've been wanting to do all of these things just have not had time. I can now do." So we always say, "Go and do that for a little while. Just do it." Exactly. Yep. Just get yourself so that in itself is a goal to begin with. We appreciate that. So now, with that already done, let's say again, mm-hmm. quotation marks, because it would never truly done, but if you find that you're doing all of those things, we need to go back to say what is the result that we want. Mm-hmm. So for us personally with our podcast, just getting it up, getting it out there, post Doing an episode a week and actually promoting it on all of the platforms because we didn't know where our audience was, was a huge goal of ours. And also then validating, okay, is Capture really working on all of these platforms? But then we had to go back and say, what is the result that we want from this? We're not looking to get sponsorship. Oh, that would be great. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure we have some ideal sponsors in mind, but that was not our thing with this podcast ever. So that's not where we're heading, you know. So, what do we, who are we trying to reach and what result do we want? So, we really, I mean, and we continue to ask ourselves this, right? Because, and that informs everything from the format of the show to, you know, you do regular re- reaches, outreaches to the audience. So what result do we want? And for us, the podcast is always about, you know, obviously adding value, but ultimately we're looking for conversions into Capture Yes. in some way, shape or form. Yes. Sometimes directly you listen to our ad break and say, what an amazing product. This is so good. Oh my gosh. Let me go go to my left laptop right, right now, now and sign up. Capture and put
0: in C-A-P-S-H-O dot com. I bet you're all thinking that right now.
1: And you're all, you've you already done it or you <laughs> are doing it, right? So, and let's say that's 90% of people that do that. But then really, you know, there's about 10% of people that really are looking at what, you know, how through this journey of listening to the content that we're creating, going, hmm, that's really interesting. Let me go and try that. Let me sign up to the email list to learn more about the bonus content that's being created. And then let me kind of be led down the path to sign up for Capture. That is our ultimate aim. So really being extremely specific, because even saying that sounds a little bit like, oh, right, if you have that kind of Feeling about you know knowing exactly what you want, you need to really work through that and be okay with that because it's not like you're going to skip straight to that. You're going to add value, build trust, and eventually get people to that point. But without that end in mind, when we first started the podcast, it was all we barely even had cap show. I think I can't Mm. remember now. Yeah, it was just kind of like awareness. Let's just do that. And hey, I think we should have a podcast to if we're going to be talking to podcasters. But now the result is so much more different. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, we have a very, very compelling product. What are all the things we can do to get people familiar with it, to get people using it and to get people paying for it? I love that. Okay, so definitely work out, depending on your
0: situation, because we're all going to be different. But ultimately, I would imagine if you're listening to this, you have a business, you're using a podcast as part of that business. What is that ultimate result? Because one of it is, yes, you want to grow your podcast. That's what this show is all about. So that's one part of it. But ultimately, why do you want to grow your podcast? Is it because you want more sales? You want more clients?
1: You want, you know, what is that? Really identify what that result is. That's step one. Love it. Now, step two, which is also not very fun because it kind of... Is this the least fun? This is like... And can be very overwhelming as well. So I do want to preface that. That we need to No, but we should be fun... Okay, no. Are we going to find fun in our voice? Yeah. We love this step. And this step loves us. us. No, I think you're right. We Acknowledging that it can be difficult and not fun. But how do you actually think about this is going to be the golden thing that gives you visibility of what you actually should be working on. So step two is tracking. <laughs> we love it. We love it. We love tracking. Let's track all the things, numbers and trends and stuff. Exactly. So like like you said, numbers and trends and stuff is all about this. And look, this in and of itself, not like the social media platforms especially, but all the platforms that you're publishing on are really stepping up their game in terms of giving because they want to validate their particular platform and why you should continue to use it. So they're all about validating that for themselves. So they're going to give you a ton of data. So this is where it can get very, very easily overwhelming. But I just want you to park that reaction for a second and really think about you know the intention behind the step so it's like if you can't track it then you don't know what you're doing around it right so this is if you think about this is going to be the toolkit that gives you the power to make a decision so Mm. really think about being the ceo of your business or the ceo of your podcast as much as you know didri jokes about kind of this you know optimization being my job like we work so hand in hand with this because you know we're making decisions around what content we should be creating what should be focusing on what should we not be focusing on what should we feeling anxiety about not about so really think about this is the going to be the toolkit that gives you that so how can you effectively create one that's going to give you all the information that you need and will not kind of debilitate you to all of the information that doesn't really matter yeah and, and that's huge
0: and this is a skill and that's why I think you know you, hopefully you can tell that I mean we're, we're very open with where we are comfortable and where we're not obviously this is not something that I'm naturally comfortable in yeah. so it's a skill it's a skill that we've had to teach ourselves and something that I actually that Kate Erickson-Dumas actually highlighted to me recently which I was like oh this is okay this is the mistake that I've been making is that again going back to step one that's why it's so important you need to know what the result is that you want in order to then make step two not overwhelming the reason why I think I'm like oh tracking is because we used to get to so I remember every platform that we were on so Instagram TikTok Facebook YouTube. YouTube we would our team was actually tracking like every minute piece So it was like let's say it was just Instagram it'd be like number of views number of like engagement things number of followers of the like it was literally every single piece of number that instagram or the platform would give us we were tracking and that became really overwhelming because it was like wait what decision are we trying to make here how is this impacting we were just going around in circles Mm. it felt like and that was like weeks and weeks months of doing that and it was good from one perspective because it kind of got us into, you know, again, as I said, we were self-taught. So it was yeah. just, it was getting to the habit of getting, being comfortable with the numbers and the trends and things like that. But at the end of the day, it was actually in a way a bit of a waste of time because something that Kate said that was a bit of a light bulb moment for me was only track the things that will actually get you the results that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So looking at those, you know engagement numbers and the follower numbers on the, like that ultimately at the end of the day was doing nothing for the results that we ultimately wanted. Exactly. And yet we were tracking it and spending a lot of time doing that. So, and trying to optimize it. Exactly. So this step, I hope that what you're hearing from us is like, there is a, like the whole, the world of tracking is actually humongous because to their credits, the platforms and stuff give us a lot of data. Which is great on the one hand, but not great on the other hand, because if we don't know how to use that data, then it is incredibly overwhelming mm. to try to learn and to work out what is you know, important to us. And so if we start from step one, which is, okay, just focus on that particular result and only then step two, which is then look at the numbers, track the numbers and the metrics that you know are going to move the dial for that result, then that is actually what you want to be tracking.
1: Exactly. And which means you work backwards from the result, which in our case is signups for Show. And then you work backwards from that to say, well, what do I need to set up to know what's coming through? Where are people coming through from to to convert into users of Show? And this is where, especially if you're just starting out and you have all of this set up, qualitative feedback is really important too. So it's as simple as, you know, if someone's on live chat with me or they jump on a call or they kind sort of come into our universe, just, we just make sure that every single time we ask them, how did you hear about us? Mm. How did you hear about us? And not everyone's going to remember. And that's okay as well, because guess what? You're not the center of the universe, as annoying as that is. I know. Like, a lot of them what, don't remember. What do you mean? What do you mean I'm not the center of the universe? I'm definitely sent to my universe. I yeah. <laughs> think that's, that's all that matters. But they will mention, oh, actually, so and so told me about you, I read it over here, or actually, I listened to your podcast. And you're like, oh, okay, you start to build up at least qualitative data that gives you a bit of a steer to say, well, let me at least make sure that that particular collaboration partner is looked after for now, if that's mm. all I can manage. And let me just make sure I'm consistent on a podcast. So it actually will start to help you paint a picture that will keep you moving while you continue to add the details around that. Yes. Love and that. in the show notes, we will link screenshots of those horrible spreadsheets oh we used to fill out yeah. every week. Oh my God. A little that little trip was, down memory lane. Yeah, that's terrible. So bad. Okay, step three. Step three. Okay, now this is the fun part. I think this is really, really fun. When you have all of step one and two laid out and you're doing it consistently, step three is about making the decision. And some decisions are exciting to make. Some decisions are difficult to make. Some decisions are cathartic to make. Mm. So this all, I think, you know, good human emotions to feel because once you know exactly what result you're working towards and you've sort of killed off as many distractions as possible, you're laser focused with your podcast, you have put in as much as possible the metrics, qualitative and quantitative to give you a sense to Kate's point of exactly whether you're on track with the result and you're doing that consistently, then you're going to have a set of decisions to make probably every week. And some will be big ones and some will be small ones around things that you want to stop doing things that you want to continue doing and things that you should start doing. Mm. So I think start doing is exciting to be like, oh, cool. I didn't realize that so-and-so was talking about Capture. Let me reach out to them and see if we can do a collaboration. Super exciting. Things to keep doing. Okay. Yep. A consistent stream of people are telling me that they're discovering us on the podcast. We need to keep going with this, you know, a bit of motivation for the team. Things to stop doing, an example of what we've done is to say, well, you know, we spent a lot of time working on Instagram content. That was kind of our past world as well. We taught a lot around that. It just wasn't doing, given the amount of time and resources we were spending on it, our people aren't on there. Yeah,
0: it was not getting the result. And by the way, the result isn't more, for us, more listeners on show it's actually signups to Capture. And it was just not getting us that particular result, at yeah. least not yet. And may, it, to be fair, look, maybe we, didn't, we weren't, you know, at that time, we weren't using it the right way. But this is also a lesson for anyone listening to this, is that at the end of the day, if you're not getting results from, let's say you're on multiple platforms, which we were on. Yeah. If you're not getting results, it's probably because you're not spending the time that you need to on yes. there to in order to get the result. Yes. And so for us, that decision was the one that we made, which is like, actually we need to focus, we're going to focus on the, so, you know, our focus, for example, is Facebook and LinkedIn. Those are the two platforms that we are, I personally, and the brand are the most active on because then I don't have to think about Instagram. I don't have to think about TikTok. I don't have to think about what, and with how, like, all the multiple changes that these platforms are making every day and trying to keep up with them, like, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Mm. It's such a relief now to, you know, to not have to worry about that and just focus on optimize for the one or two platforms that you know your audience are on and that you can actually get the results, the end result, step one result that you're looking for. Exactly. And
1: you're personally motivated around it. I think that's the thing. Those decisions are never, they're never in a vacuum. So we decide to kill Instagram, which means we decide to double down on LinkedIn, which we were doing half-heartedly at the time. We were doing everything half-heartedly. So now it's like okay. And LinkedIn did launch a lot of new features that we do need to get across, but I found the emotion around that was entirely different. It was one of excitement to say, oh, that's cool that LinkedIn is doing that. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, okay. Newsletters, creator mode, LinkedIn live, all of these things were rolling Mm. out. The stuff on Instagram was not as exciting, but there was a lot going on there too. So I think it's really following that. And I think we'll also link a YouTube video that you've done on how to decide which platform to be on. Oh, yes, That was a really good one because there's, you know, obviously commercial strategic things, but also... Because you're a human and it, your success on the platform depends on how personally motivated you are. There's those factors as well. So that was one decision that helping have the metrics around it and helping having a really strong idea of the result helped us make it much quicker.
0: Yeah. And I do want to, because it might sound counterintuitive us saying this, but you know, for our Captchovians who use Capture, you you would know that we actually do create posts for all the different platforms. I don't want the software to dictate what it is that you need to be doing all of the things. We designed it so that yes, if you were an absolute gun—I think that's an Australian term, by the way.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, people don't say you're a you're gun. gun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's an Aussie term for
0: you're amazingly good, really good. At, really good. Yeah, yeah. If you're so, if you're a total gun, and please start saying it—that that would be awesome. You're a total gun at being on every platform. Well then yes, you can use all of the content that Capture in the way that Capture designed it. But what we're trying to say is that Capture is there to give you the starting point. You can, and we find a lot of Capshawians do this. They will actually use, for example, a, the TikTok caption on Instagram instead, or, you know, they'll mix and match. And they'll even take things from the blog post, for example, and use that as, you mm. know, posts. And so I want you to think differently about how you can use Capture as well. And please yeah. let us know, tell us that we can actually even start to highlight some of those use use cases as well.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Awesome. Okay, so
0: step three is making that decision. So just to recap, step one, you need to work out the end result that you are working towards, driving to. Step two is to track and only track the things that is actually going to move the dial for you to get that result, right? Like cut that overwhelm and only track the important things. And then step three is once you know that, you can actually make a decision. What do you you need to start doing? What do you need to continue doing? And what do you need to stop doing? So there you go. This is what you do when you feel like you've done everything already, especially when it is in marketing your podcast. A lot of us might think that we're doing everything already. If you have not started doing the traffic pyramid, start there. And if you are well on your way in implementing the traffic pyramid, then optimization is something that you need to be doing on an ongoing basis. That's it from us today. Uh, We've linked a ton of resources on our podcast page, which if you go to the player description, there will be one link that will take you to all of the content, plus some screenshots of the overwhelmingness that we had found ourselves in in the past. That's all over there. Yeah, that's it. We are Banna Rai and DJ Shen from CAP Show. And as always, stay, stay awesome. awesome.